What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code's ham. Yep, guy. And it's it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase. Over $50. Free delivery. D Ford, who got the PRP uh, in his knee, knee tendinitis for the new 49er, John. This, we talked about this a little on Friday because that was one of the pieces of news on Friday was that he was not practicing. It's going to be a little longer than even we realized on Friday. But uh, this is a big, like they gave up a second round pick for this guy. They paid him a lot of money. This is a big deal. Out a week, as I think Kyle said yesterday, my biggest concern guy, and I noticed this during OTAs and the practice I went to, I guess if I go to practice this week, he won't even be there was they used him like a normal player. I, I do understand when you acquire a veteran player, you, you know, remember the statement you often use, like just because you pay a guy, that the money, like that guy is still the guy? That's a papaism. Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you say the statement? Well, well when, just because you pay a guy a bunch of new money doesn't change the, who the player is. Yeah. The player is the not player. Like some but I think when you, have, just... when you have a veteran player, in basketball and baseball you don't really practice, you just play. In football, practice is a big deal because you practice, especially in the month of August, for a veteran player, way more than you're going to play. Hell, you might not play at all. So practice is important in football. But when it comes to older, established veteran players, D. Ford has to prove nothing. Now, as a, as a human, as a competitor, as a team, obviously he's going to want to practice. Show the guys what he has. He's just a high-paid player. He's probably one of the highest. Hell, he might be the highest-paid player on the team besides Jimmy Garoppolo, right? making like $20 million this year. Like, I, I understand it. But it is on you. I, I saw a good tweet today. Well, I saw a couple good tweets coming from the, the, the Texans and the Packers had a joint practice. The first tweet I saw mm-hmm. was, a melee has broken out. It's like a fan. It got retweeted on my timeline. I swear <laughs> to God, guy, all 90 men on both teams are fucking just, it's like a baseball brawl all running at each other. I, I don't know how any coaches possibly stopped it. But then another one a little later was, J.J. Watts on the sideline with his pads off. And Pelissaro just tweeted, he's fine. He just, they don't, they treat him with, like, 
he knows to make it through a season. He doesn't practice that much. Like D Ford, I, he rushes the quarterback guy. When the ball is snapped, he gets upfield and he rushes. He's a guy that has battled injuries on multiple ends. I was texting with a guy in Kansas City today. He had knee issues because I was like, God, does he ever had knee? I thought it was always the back. He's like, yeah, he had knees coming out of college. He was a risk then. And then obviously he battled the back in Kansas City. Well, I, I would say there's no coach in the NFL. Tom Ali gave this guy credit for saving his career than Andy Reid. He doesn't make him practice when, when an established player's injured. Once I know, like, I know what D Ford is. He was a Pro Bowl. He's a pass rusher, and he's a good pass rusher. But I, I can't have him banging around in practice. And coaches fucking love practice. Win the day. I mean, you go to all these colleges and see these cheesy ass sayings, and, and to them, they're not cheesy. But you know where I'm sitting. This is this is on the coaching staff. He should have practiced very very little, like Joe Staley. The practice I went to, Joe Staley was just in shorts and t- the only veteran not there. And I texted a buddy in the league. I'm like, yeah, Joe Staley, two practices in, he's already off. But that, I, I got no problem with that. I treat D Ford the same way. And now he's already injured. And this is on the 49ers. Good organizations do, do not try to win the Super Bowl August 1st, especially with a player they gave up a second-round pick for. They're paying a lot of money. And it's one thing if he's never been hurt. You're like, that's kind of random. This is a guy whose entire career was based on kind of injuries. And the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs basically told you, we're punting on this player because we think this guy's a major upgrade. And the guy they got, which they paid way more money, they also paid way more for. They gave up a first-round pick. So I, I'm blaming the 49ers coaching staff on this one for just being too bullish and trying to set all the... like That type is so stupid with veteran players that get injured, guy. I, I just... Well, to me... Bobby. I would stop short of what veteran or not. Like the question I would ask is D, uh, and I and maybe this is an awkward one to ask, but once you've signed him to a contract, he should be comfortable enough to answer it. How did you practice last year? Like, if you have reoccurring knee issues, which I don't think the Niners. This isn't uh, Sam Dyson, who the Twins just acquired, and all of a sudden he's got he's on the DL. It's like, what did the Giants know? It's like nothing. Well, why didn't they use him in any of those extra inning games? No reason. Rest. It's like, okay, well, why was he off for those three days? Uh, we had other guys we wanted to use. As far as, and I'm not just going to, I'm going to lump Farhan in with the group. Numbers guys a little cold-hearted when it comes to trading injured guys? Because he wouldn't be the first. Well, the first thing I thought of was when the Giants uh, traded uh, Matt Duffy. Remember, Matt Duffy was like immediately hurt. Like, what's the deal? He can't get on the field in Tampa. What's wrong? Did the Giants know? Like, that was a big thing. Didn't, didn't the Padres GM do something shady like last year? Got him in trouble? Yeah, he did. Was that with a hurt? It might have been, actually. Yeah, I think like they erased some records. I can't even remember the details, but it was like, God, that's pretty shady. Yeah, that's, that, sounds, <laughs> that, I, that sounds right. And I don't blame them. They knew what they were doing when they traded Sam Dyson. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, I do think the Niners knew who they were signing when they signed D. Ford because we all knew. We talked openly about all the issues that D. Ford has had. We all knew. So I don't think it snuck up on them. That, to me, is where the question comes in. D, what did it take for you to get through last year? Like, just how did you practice? And maybe that's tough. Part of that might be just no, D's agent. D, what did he do? Because D might say, like, I'm ready to roll. I want to show you guys what I can do. All that stuff. Guy. But you do a little, the little background. Like, you go read the reports from last year. Was D skipping practices last year? I mean, this would be scouts would know, right? They talked to other scouts. But, see, I, not even just the Niners. I think in 2019, with all the information we have and the way these teams fall injuries – 
every player like D Ford that has acquired, the team knows. I think the just the teams that are really high level, really well run, don't ever forget what they know. Because it's easy to kind of get away from it. You see them at OTAs, you just kind of lose touch of, of it. Like You think if Kyle Shanahan called Andy Reid, do you think he'd pick up the phone? Honest question. Yeah. 100%. And then if you think he just started picking his brain about D Ford, don't you think he'd be... Andy likes D Ford. I've talked to him about him. I think if Kyle just called and asked, he'd probably give him their blueprint. He doesn't... Because they're not playing the night. He doesn't even care. He wants to see D Ford probably play well. Like I just think coaches get lost in this shit because practice is like, let's see him up against McClinchy. And I mean, I'm on the sideline, you know... Filming it, it's sweet, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but he shouldn't be doing that. I, I just, he should not be doing it. Where you said it's not just veteran players, I disagree a little bit. Like with Bosa, you kind of got to establish some toughness. You got to see what you're, it's a little different with younger guys. But once you get a 27, 28 year old that you traded to get, like you treat this one differently. I'm just saying there to me, I'm well, you're right. I'm saying there's a category, there is veteran players and then there's hurt players. And and sometimes that category crosses over. True. Veteran players who have never been hurt, those guys, yes, I'm with you, manage them. Veteran players who have been hurt, manage them. But hurt guys is not some like you got to be kind of aware of that too. So he's a double whammy, right? He's a hurt, been a hurt guy with pretty significant injuries and he's an older player. Yeah, I guess ultimately maybe what what I think about the, if he had never if he was never a hurt guy, and this is his first camp with them, I'd understand them practicing him. But he's not just 100%. a veteran guy. He's I a, like the, the, agree. right. Yeah. Okay. Completely agree. And I, but I, you could argue that he should have been on the same uh, plan, like Joe Staley, two days into camp, off day. Why is D Ford not off that day too? And I get it. Like if you're D Ford. Who everything I've heard, high character guy. You take pride. You got a new team. They paid you some money. You probably don't want to take camp off, but where Joe's like doesn't really care because he kind of knows the deal. He's got nothing to prove to anyone in that room. You just tell him, bro, you're not practicing. Like it's just, it's one of those things that the argument always over concussions were right. You can't let the humans make the decision. What well, I, I, you treat the shit the same way because naturally competitive players, like deep down. JJ's probably come to grips with what needs to take place. But when they first started kind of implementing that a year or two years ago, he probably fought back a little bit, right? Like, I need to practice. I need to keep my edge sharp. Like, this is how I work. And then they've kind of just come to an agreement. Now, I'm not putting D Ford in JJ's category as a player. But like JJ, who's had major injuries and some back stuff, you... it's all about fucking Sunday, especially with defensive linemen. We'll get into Antonio Brown a little bit later. It's not you need to you know master the offense, the timing, the chemistry. As a pass rusher guy, the ball's fucking snapped and you go. Especially in this defense, it's wide nine, one gap, just get upfield. It's it's as basic of anything D Ford's ever done in his career. Well, you think about like in baseball, there's obviously a pride in playing every day. But there are off days, and then there are off-off days, right? And sometimes a manager might say, John, you're going to be off. You're not, you're not starting tomorrow. You're not in the lineup tomorrow. Which is different than, John, you are not playing tomorrow. Show up at 6.30, right? Like, those are two different things. One of them is, you might play. Just One of them is, I don't even want you warming up tomorrow. If you said to a player, hey, man, uh, what do you think? You want to not show up? Just let me know when you want one of those days when you show up at 
30 minutes before first pitch or 15 minutes before first pitch. No player's going to tell you. Like, most players, I would say, are not in a position to feel comfortable saying that. Like, I'm not going to show up till 7 tomorrow. Skip. Completely agree. And I, I think the difference probably in baseball than football is these guys kind of get used to it. They see it with other older players. Where in baseball, even when you're old, if you're still kind of humming, you still play a lot. Where I think that, and when I say older players, you can be viewed, like Antonio Brown's old, right? I mean, older, and he's 30. So right when you get to that 30 threshold of a certain position, you you got to be ready for... Remember how Justin Smith was treated? The Cowboy, one of the toughest players of his generation? Harbaugh would constantly give him days off. We'd go to practice, he'd just be chilling. And no one even thought twice about it. I, I think guys understand it. And that's where I think back to Nick Bosa. You know, I'm trying to think of an example. Like for the like Joey Bart came up next year for the Giants. And it's clear he's really good. Well, if he started getting like every other day off and started treating, people would be like, what's going on here? But I think if D Ford was on the Joe Staley plan right away, I don't think he'd lose respect from his teammates. Right? Because that's, to me, always the thing you worry about, of like not practicing him with a right. new guy. People are like, what's this guy's deal? I, in the worst case is when you have the results of this guy. Like, this yeah, is, this I, is what happened. So I do think we have to, just as a caveat, say it's also possible that one... The, the other thing that would concern you about D. Ford from the day of signing, and we've talked about this, is it's possible that even if they managed him well, he would be dealing with knee tendonitis. But it feels like maybe they didn't give him the best shot. But we have to allow for that too, right? That they're going, even with kid gloves, like that's what would concern me also is like even once they put kid gloves on him, this is, that's like his, I didn't he say it. Sometimes the knee hurts, sometimes it doesn't. Like, okay. Well, that means that last year while Kansas City was managing him, sometimes the knee hurt, sometimes it didn't. 100%. And that's what the number one theme from them was just, weren't comfortable we'd consistently be able to get to game day. And let's just say that this wasn't, let's say I'm wrong. Them managing him or not managing him had nothing to do with this individual situation. But you would know like knee tendonitis was always possible with an injured guy. This was the major risk in acquiring this player, right? That just something could come up. Knee tendonitis. Because we make fun of Todd Gurley all the time for knee tendonitis. I use it in my examples for CBD, easewellness.com, promo code AM. Because the, the scary thing with knee tendonitis, and you've ever met anyone with tendonitis or arthritis, is it is somewhat random. Like you can just have these spells of just pain, and then it'll go away, and you'll think you're fine. And Especially with arthritis. So I, the PRP, now McGlinchey got a PRP right, right after we talked to him in the spring. And it was no big deal. But it felt like the McGlinchey PRP, a little more maintenance, a little more just young guy getting ready for the season. I, I'd i say this is a pretty big red flag, though, guy. That's that's my main takeaway. And I, I'm going to say the coaches have to be willing to just let this guy sit on the sideline and watch during practice. And it's hard for them. You go to these – you've been to a million football practices. They're just – they a good coach, a, I have always thought, likes a practice – Maybe not more than the game because the highs are so big in a game. But they love practice, guy. They live for practice. Being on the field, working their schemes, working the game plan. Like, that's, that's their fucking home, right? It's like a great white shark in Santa Cruz area. I love when I read an article that 
news breaking, ton of great white sharks off the off Mavericks. Like, yeah, that's their home. That's like uh, news breaking. A lot of people live in Los Angeles. Like, yeah, we get it. That's where coaches want to be on the grass with a whistle and a practice script. That's that's their sweet spot. But in, in college, you know, in high school, you got to play. You got to practice, right? I, I get it. In the pros, when the big-time cash comes into play, you have to be smart about what you do on the practice field. And I think a lot of coaches struggle with that. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.